0: I'm going to do a lot of reading, and then I'm just going to give you what God has given me to give out on this morning. But all the reading that I'm going to be doing that I need you, that I'll be coming from, for, for the most part, will be in Genesis. And we're going to skirt through a few verses of Genesis chapter 1, chapter 2, and chapter 3. And then we'll go to work. Let's pray first. Father, we thank you right now for an opportunity to speak to your people and we pray that you would use me for your glory. Speak through me. You speak to me. We thank you, God, for this day and we thank you because you are our father. We thank you that you're a father to the fatherless, a mother to the motherless. And so we ask that you would speak to us on this morning so that we may glean some truth and be able to put in action. Um, the things that are on your heart when it comes to fathers. And we give you praise for this in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to first look at Genesis chapter 1, and I want to look at verse 26 through 28. Amen. I'll read it, and you're hearing pretty familiar verses of Scripture. Amen. And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created man in his own image and the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. I'm going to read that one more time because we miss it. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And said to them, be fruitful, said to them, said to them, be fruitful, said to them, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. I want you to go to chapter 2, and I'm going to read from verses 4 through 9. These are the generations of the heavens and the earth when he created in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. Every plant of the field before it was in the earth and every herb of the field before it grew. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth and there was no man to till the ground. But there went up a mist from the earth, and it watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man who he had formed. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food and the tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. I want you to drop down to verse 15. Verse 15 says, And the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it, to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat. For in the day that you eat, you will surely die. And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helpmeet for him out of the ground of the Lord God. Out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field, every fowl of the air, brought them to Adam and to see what he would call him. And whatever Adam called every living creature, that was the name. And Adam gave names to all the cattle, the fowl, the air, beast of the field. And for Adam, there was not found and help meet for him. So the Lord God caused him to go to sleep, and he slept, and he took out his ribs and closed up the flesh therein, and the rib which which the Lord God had taken from man, he then made a woman, brought the woman to the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and mother, cleave to his wife, and they shall be one flesh and they both were naked the man and his wife and they were not ashamed can i read one more portion of scripture and then i'm gonna go to work i want you to go to chapter 3 starting at the first verse now the serpent was more cunning than the than any beast of the field which the lord god had made and he said to the woman hey has God said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden and the woman said to the serpent we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden but of the tree that which is in the midst of the garden God said that we shall not eat neither shall we touch it or we will die the serpent said unto the woman you're not going to die For God does know that in the day that you eat, then your eyes will be open and you will be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes, a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and ate, and she gave it to her husband who was with her, and he ate it too. And the eyes of both of them were open. They knew they were naked. They sewed fig leaves together. They made aprons. And when they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day, Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called to Adam. He said, Where art thou? And he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. I want to talk to you this morning from the subject, men, it's time to take the wheel. You may be seated. Men, if you, I need you to, I need every man, every especially every father, but young men, I I need you to find a sister. And I need you to look at that sister. And I need you to tell her, say, sister, come on, say it, don't get scared. You don't know what I'm going to tell you to tell her. If you got a wife, find her, where she went? She went there, you want me to wait for her? look at us say sister let me drive my wife said you need a license i like that men it's time to take the wheel want to talk to you this morning. Is that all right? If you look at our news and you see where we are in this day and age, we are in trouble. 13-year-old girl killed, found their body. More than likely, the 13-year-old or the young boy um, did it. More than likely, when everything comes out in the wash. We see shootings daily. New York off the chain. 24-year-old man is shooting at him, don't care. 10-year-old child, 9-year-old child, 8-year-old child. There's no age limit on the craziness that is going on in in our world today. They asked the governor of, I'm going to get in trouble, don't you edit nothing, I don't like being edited, don't censor me, God God didn't censor me. Our mayor, they asked our mayor, our governor, they asked our governor, since they're going to make marijuana legal in Connecticut, are you going to smoke a joint? He said, we're going to have to see. Children ride their bikes up the highway, down the highway. No respect for authority, no respect for your property, no respect for nothing. it used to be the only thing you really had to pray your way through and hope you know that you didn't have to deal with with your children was god don't let them come home pregnant now is i don't even care if they come home pregnant just let them come home If you notice, whenever you look at the news, very rarely you see the news and they're giving stories about all the craziness that goes on. You you don't see many men. You, You see the mothers or you see the sisters or you see the aunts or you see... And as I was praying about I wanted to get away from that. I, I really, really asked God to not let me have to come from Genesis this morning. It's a very familiar text, but I think we, we need to, we really need to hone in on some stuff because what I'm noticing and what God is impressed in my heart and my spirit is that it seems to me that men are hiding. And so he just kept impressing upon my heart the scripture, I was afraid, I was naked, and I hid myself. He he heard the voice, Adam heard the voice, but he was afraid. He realized he was naked, and so he hid himself and i think the problem that we have in this society in this culture today is that men are afraid they hear the voice but they hit themselves See, in the scriptures that I read, it's, it's important to know in the first portion of scripture when God made the, us in the image of God, he created us. That's what it says, like. Genesis 1, right? 26, in the image of God, he created He created us. So, in the first portion of scripture, I, I, I write this down if you're taking those because I don't really have much of an outline. Just want to talk to you and wherever we go, that's where we're going to go. But, men, men, God gave us an image. Somebody say, God gave us an image. He gave us an image and he gave us instruction. That's what he did in 26 through 28. He said, God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let them have dominion. Right? Right? So in the, in the image, so God created man. See, first of all, let me attack this nonsense about the they. And you can't call nobody a man. You can't call nobody a woman. You can't refer to him as she. You can't refer. It's got to be it. Nobody wants to be identified. But I don't care what you want to be identified as. I ain't seen nobody create a man but God. They can't figure out who made. Y'all better help me. So ain't nobody. Ain't, no, slow down. No, no, we ain't there christian i don't don't need no help yet so so listen uh, we we evolved from monkeys then there'll be no more monkeys right god created man period period and it said that he he made man in his own image which means god is not a woman Which means if he created man in his image, then man must be, Y'all oh, not going to help me. He created man in his image. Now, if he would have created the woman first and said, I created female in my image, I would go along with God must be a woman. But God is spirit. So you can't really put a gender on him. But but Jesus didn't come as just us. (laughs) He came as Jesus. He came as, he took on the form of a man. Can I make it clear? Because a lot of this nonsense is just nonsense. How dumb do you got to be to not just get simple arithmetic? but he says he he created man in his own image and then he created he him but then it says male and female he created he them so there's two things going on because god is spirit he holds everything in him he didn't need another artist to create a woman so when he weighed man he made mankind when it says he made man he made mankind and then we jump over and we see that he even though he made him there was not a man yet because there was nobody to till the ground y'all better help me which brings me to point two men he gave us an image he gave us instructions but he also gave us a place and he gave us provision He created the place first and then the place he formed us and then he blew. And then it says man became not a person, a living soul. And what has happened is life has drained the soul out of man. drained the soul out of man. So when God puts you in a place, you got to know your place. When you find your place, you find your provision. As men, we always worry about how we going to make something happen. We ain't got to make nothing happen. God already made it happen. We just got to keep it. When you find the place that God has created for you, you have to keep it. You take care of it. And what has happened is men have stopped taking care of what God placed the men to take care of. And so what man does is because man doesn't know his place, he goes out and seeks provision and neglects the place. And when you neglect the place, chasing something that's already supposed to be there, other people move into your place. Oh. So he said, listen, I'm going to put you here in this garden, and I want you to tend to keep it to have dominion. I'm going to say dominion. We're supposed to rule. We're not supposed to have things having dominion over us. You understand? That's what, one thing I understand. That's why men, we gotta, we got to get free from vices. That's why the enemy wants to trap us up in all kinds of addictions and strongholds, because then he has dominion over us, and we don't have dominion over him and that's that was my whole struggle. see I was out there he had messed my mind up as a as a 13 year old. I was thinking about it and I said I was addicted to cocaine and at 14 and 15 years old I was out there to do, calling myself doing my thing and then I got trapped because the enemy had caught a glimpse of the fact that God was going to use me in such a way that he had to trap me in an addiction that ain't that wouldn't even be good enough for an older person to get caught up in. But as a 15-year-old, how am I supposed to understand how to be a father to my first daughter and how to be what I'm supposed to be as a man when I'm a child trapped up in a stronghold? So I had to spend 15 years, 15 plus years, trying to get free from a stronghold and, and get back into my place so I could have dominion over what God put in my care. And men got all kind of stuff. Oh, I ain't get there yet. Men got all kind of stuff. So he gave us a place. He gave us provision. Then he gave us commands. And he gave us companionship. He said, listen, it's not good for you to be alone. I'm going to make you a help me. And I'm going to take your help out of you. No, your help ain't in the club. Your help ain't at the bar. Yeah, Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, when you find your place and you find your provision, then I'm going to give you a help me because until you find your place and know where your provision is, you don't need no help and the problem sisters why you keep getting trapped and tricked just a sidebar is because you keep getting hooked up with men who don't know their place and don't have provision so they mess you up and you're trying to be a help me to somebody that don't even know they need help for what so you get aggravated and you try to shape and mold a man into what you think his place should be Somebody had put a question out on Facebook. I had to respond. I don't really respond too much, but when they asked questions, they said, the sister had to ask, you know, can a man lead if the woman is the provider? I said, H to the yes. (laughs) I know I didn't, I didn't cuss. I said, yes he can, if she provides him an opportunity y'all missed that. why not Moses led and God was the provider if God is your provider just cuz you making the money doesn't mean I can't lead but we have allowed money to become the God so if we're making the money we worship that and we can't be led Because you let other people get in your ear and say he's taking advantage of you. Now, I ain't saying that Negro ain't supposed to have a job. (laughs) We'll get there in a minute. But if he found his place and his provision, then he must already be settled. And then when God sends to help me, it's already vision. So the provision that you got is supposed to help me The vision. i really trying to get away from this, but I feel it real heavy on this side. Sisters, stop messing with dudes who, who talk about they ain't figured it out yet. If you were to do that, don't know what he is doing in life or where he's going. And I ain't talking about career. I'm talking about God. You are in for a headache. You are in for a headache. Cause until that brother knows what God wants for him to do, God will mess up his career and his agenda till he get in line. I'm just talking if you're a godly woman. If you want a, a godly man, we talking, we're talking God in here. Am I am I right? Yeah. Cause you're gonna be you gonna have a headache. So he, let me get to the point. He gave commands, he said, Listen, I I don't want you to touch this tree, because if you touch it, it's going to open your eyes to some things. He did not give that command just to Adam. He gave it to both of them, as we see in chapter 3, which leads us to our point. The choice that he made had devastating consequences. And because of those consequences, men have been hiding ever since. He told both of them, the Bible says he told them don't touch because when, when Satan came and that snake, he said, oh, he had the conversation with the woman while the man was there because the Bible says she ate and she gave it to her husband who was with her. There was no time for separation. They were only two people. Adam had it going on. This is bone of my flesh. You're going to leave and you're going to cleave. They wasn't, Oh, today's my day off. I need a break from you. Eve, you're getting on my nerves. They were in paradise. They didn't have arguments. They had everything they ever needed. If they thought it, it was there. It was all growing up from them. They had it all. They had it going on. She was finer than fine. Do you understand? And Adam was the man of men. No lacking, walking around in the garden, naked and not ashamed. And see, as men, we don't like to be naked, not in front of sisters, because we can't get naked in front of men and keep your mind out the gutter. What do you mean, pastor? We hide because we try to cover up things and so that we can appear to have it going on when we know we're really dying. There's no other way to explain the things that we are seeing in our society. If a man was present, if a man was on his job, see, I don't gotta worry about, I know, I know Deandre ain't got no gun in my house. I know Deandre ain't got no drugs in my house. And if it ever tried to come in, I would know if it came in my house. Not only because I I am connected with God and he gives me information, but and I am the priest of my house. He's going to let me know what's in my house if I'm in my place, because I know when something's out of place, if I'm operating in my place, I'm just trying to help you. Alana thought she could get away with stuff like I didn't know. You understand? We just give it a little bit of time because you want it. But, you know, I was like, yeah, you could. Some people could get away with stuff for months and years. It's up. You, you ain't getting away with it, but for about a week or two. And then he going to shine the light on it. But Adam was right with his wife. When he like, when she bit, and they said, "Here, you take," and he bit too. Whew. I could imagine that. And Adam just said, "You know what? If she did it, I might." You know, hey, you know, you know what it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's my woman. I got to go ahead, and I want to keep the peace. So I'm a bite. Her. I'm a bite too. Come on, cause what we be having men's we and on our Saturday mornings. We talk about this. If y'all get on get on board, brothers, we we talk about this. And it's not good enough to just have the conversation as, as men. If you're not gonna take this and let it translate into your life, I refuse to be raising a church full of men who don't want to act like men. It takes courage to be a man. Because at the end of the day, God said, Adam, where art thou? He didn't say Eve. And Adam had to know to say, I heard your voice. I heard the word. I heard the truth. How many times, man, has God spoken something to us that we've heard, but we just got afraid? Oh, I ain't going to say nothing. God, what are you telling me to do? I'm going to tell. What am I supposed to say? Oh, God, I can't do that. That's too hard to do. We get afraid. And so we hide and then all hell break loose. All hell break loose. Listen, me and my wife are in love. We've been together long enough to kind of understand each other. And I, I, I have learned to listen and allow her to be uh, help me. It, it was a struggle. You understand? Because you, you, you bump heads. You're going to have that in relationship. But at the end of the day, she understands and knows that the responsibility that God has on my life. We will have conflict when it comes to God. And I'm going to say what God has said, and I'm going to listen to what she has to say. And as she understands and has come to a place to be able to be submitted to whatever the decision that I make when it is in line with what God has said. And men, you got to stop not wanting to have the conflict. That is necessary to have so that you can. Oh, here come on. I, I told you my title was Men Take the Wheel, so that men, you can get out of the back seat and get in the driver's seat. Come on. Come on. Too many times, our children, we have allowed our children to drive this nation. The children. It was a time in my era when, when even when we were doing wrong, we could be walking down the block, we could be we could have 40 ounces, we could be smoking weed, we got bundles on us and we came up to a church. We, if we knew a church was on that block, we wouldn't even walk down that block. Nowadays you could be getting right out of church and Negroes will walk right through the crowd smoking. And dare you to say something. Because men are hiding. We can't do we can't do nothing. We, I go to meetings with church folks and bishops and all kind of, you know, leaders in the city We're having me and what are we gonna do? We can't do anything with the city. You can't stop nothing. We gotta stop them from driving bikes. We, there's no then we're not gonna do nothing. Cause you scared to do something. Scared to do something. And most of you pastors, oh, I'm talking, most of you pastors and bishops that got saved and delivered from off the blocks who were thugs in the streets now use our whips in the streets. Don't get me, I, I, I feel my, I don't. We cannot allow young people to drive a nation. They have driven people in their house. You are on your own block. You're going to tell me you don't know so-and-so selling drugs on your block. You are afraid to come out of your own house. They shooting out here. They do. Well, get a gun. Oh, I'm going to go to jail. Now I shouldn't have said that. You don't need no license. The kingdom suffer violence. The violent take it by force. While we sit back in our pews behind the church walls and uh, every devil in hell runs our city. Because men are not driving. Oh yeah, we singing. We shout. We clap. We glory hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then as soon as the news come on, soon as it's your baby, you want everybody to hit the streets. It's gotta be a movement. It's movements, but we, listen, we ain't moving nothing. Ain't nothing moving. I said, how are we supposed to, sell it to celebrate Juneteenth? How? How are we supposed to celebrate it? What am I supposed to say? Happy Freedom Black Person Day? Uh, how, how is that a... How, and, and we get settled. Oh, my Jesus, Lord, is this the message this morning? We, we, couldn't I just preach Happy Father's Day and we get up out of here? Uh, listen. Uh, <laughs> everything becomes a movement. All our struggle. no police reform cops still kicking us in the head still killing our kids we can't come up with a law still got nooses hanging in amazon can't come up with a law but I dare you to—I dare you to say gay in your workplace. Animal rights and gay rights trump every other struggle. Yes, They're yes, they they gonna shut next level down. I wish they would. Don't you edit nothing. Play this. App. Matter of fact, run this tape on CTV continuously for the next year. Listen. I hid. I was afraid I hid to pray out of school. I was afraid I hid legalized marijuana. I was afraid I hid next is cocaine. Cause ain't no money in weed. (laughs) Okay. Five years. We, we never thought the day would come That they talk about legalized marijuana. And then check this. Let's let the people that we gotta let out of jail. Let's let the let them say nuts. There's no harm in it. Do you know you can't you can't consciously load up a pistol, get in a car? And go shoot somebody sober. That's a whole nother level of crazy. At the most part that whole car got to be high. And you can't be drunk because you've been crash. high. But let's legalize it. And let's legalize it and not do anything about gun violence. What's driving? Who's driving? Cause this world is crashing. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter four thirteen. I'm gonna end this cause I I I, I I'm feeling tension, but I don't care. I, you make me just fight harder. The, he says in Hebrews four thirteen. There is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are open and laid bare to his eyes of him who all we all have to do. We all have to do. He says. you can't hide anything from God. You might think you hide men, but he sees everything. Jeremiah 23, 24 says, can a man hide himself in hidden places? So I do not see him, declares the Lord. Do I not fill the heavens and the earth? My point is, we have been hiding. Men have been hiding spiritually. You want to know how we hide spiritually? We hide behind spirituality. There's there's no, no better place to hide a Christian than with other Christians. So spiritually, as men, we hide. We say things like, how you doing, bro? Yo, I'm blessed and highly favored. Next week you're going through a divorce. But I just seen him last week. He was blessed and highly favored. You know, I'm just walking along. The the joy of the Lord is my strength. Could we just have honest conversation? Like, bro, I'm about to lose my job. My money ain't acting right. My wife is acting crazy. My kids is out here running the streets doing all kind of I don't know what. They're not living. What am I supposed to do? I'm drowning over here. But we hide behind spirituality. We say things like, just pray for me. No, bro, you need more than prayer. You need like some counseling, prayer, and some fasting. And my question is, man, if we're supposed to iron sharpen iron, you got to be iron to sharpen iron. And if I'm not going to confess where I'm at and where I've been hiding at, then I can't get no help. Uh, Y'all men better not go to sleep on this, because I'm telling you, that's the problem with our nation now. Mentally, we hide. Men have checked out mentally. Mentally, we don't even want to deal with it. So we do other things. The Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. But are the men really thinking? I was just, uh, at a, we were just at an event, I was talking to a brother who, about uh, my age, would come from the same hood, same thing. I said, bro, I, I, he said, listen, Dre, I'm, I'm too old for this." He said, They still hanging out, out there on the street, 40, 50 years old, getting drunk, passing out nips and doing the same stuff. I'm like, I, he's like, I can't, I can't do that no more. I can't, come on, you, you, you're still doing the same stuff hiding behind stuff mentally you, you, you lost so what you got a chain got diamonds in it you, you you're broken mentally and spiritually. so what you got you know uh bands on you got you got this you got, so, well, you, 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 I'm, listen bro you 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 lost you lost, you 40 years old, you got grandkids. You still out here in the block. I can't go hang out. Oh Drake, or oh, you, you you not keeping it real. Why you don't come around, hang around. What the what do I look like coming back out here? Y'all Negroes was trying to kill me when I was on the block. Now you talking about why I don't come out here and keep it real so the bullet could hit me. Well all oh, y'all, you you ain't doing nothing. It, they always talk about it, it always be the one that ain't doing nothing that catch it. She was such a good girl. She she always mind her business. She was just, you know, she was wonderful. And then she was hanging around, and boom, something come through. It's always down It's never the one. And the mind still don't wake up. And then nobody, you're hiding so much, you won't even tell a brother your weakness. So I get up in your car, and you got a kilo in the car, and now the feds come in. Pastor Andre Thompson indicted i knew he didn't lay that stuff alone i knew something wasn't right i knew something was going on with that church over there and every last one of y'all except for my kids who would have to fight some of y'all for talking about me and don't sit there because they did it to Eddie Long. They do it to every pastor, every bishop that they find. The whole church disappeared. And that's exactly why I'm the type of pastor I am, because I'm not going to change and get all camouflaged in some church, hide behind some spirituality that is not necessary for a bunch of people to walk out on me when everything hit them, because we all human. Y'all not going to say nothing. And then we we hide emotionally. We checked out because we numb. We numb. We numb to it. Remember 80, when the 80s hit, when you heard, oh, my God, did you hear about the shooting on Willie Avenue? You talked about that for months. Did you hear? Now, it don't even, man, it's like nothing. Well, who who got shot today and you still cooking grits? Ain't ain't nothing break, okay? Who got shot? Okay, let's go out. (laughs) It don't even matter. no. It's like, who we going to hear about today? What crazy thing we going to hear tonight? If your heart did not break for that shooting that happened on the highway with that little boy being carried to kindergarten, got hit because of road rage, then something is wrong with our nation. Men. Okay, so let me close this. What is, what is the answer? The answer is real simple, man. And I know you may say, well, you know what? But the answer is real simple. Because the answer is we got to take the wheel. We as men, men of God, have been called to drive. How many of you drive for a living? You know it's amazing. A lot of men out of their whole life, at some point in your life as a man, you gonna have a job driving <laughs> you're going to get your license because that's the thing for man what you do you get you become a teenager and you get, get ready and then you get your license and you cannot wait to get your car you can't wait to get it was it was something right to be behind the wheel and be driving but it, it takes more than just being able to get behind the wheel of a car. We've been called to drive more. Listen to what Malachi 4, 4 says. I'm going to give you two seconds, but I'm going to close this. Malachi 4 says, surely the day is coming, and it will burn like a furnace. All the arrogant and every evil will be stubble, and the day that w- is coming, I will set them on fire says the lord almighty not a root or branch will be left to them but for you who revere my name the son of righteousness will rise with healing in its rays Who, and you will go out and follow it like a well fed calves. Then you will trample on the wicked. They will be ashes under the soles of your feet on the day when I act. Remember the law of my servant Moses, the decrees and the laws that I gave him at Horeb for all Israel. Listen to this. I will send the prophet Elijah to you before that great and dreadful day. He will turn the hearts of the parents to the children and the hearts of the children to the parents, or else I will come and strike the land with destruction. What has been going on where the Bible says, Children, honor your father and mother, that the days your days will be long on this earth. How how can you explain all these killings and all our children being murdered in the streets. It is because the hearts of the children have been turned away from the fathers. Good, bad, or indifferent. But God says in order for healing to come, I have to turn the hearts back to them. He says it real simply like this. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, turn from their wicked ways seek my face then i will hear from heaven and i will heal their land see man we gotta make a u-turn there has to be a u-turn because as fathers on this father's day if you don't get nothing from me on this father's day we have been given some directives we have been called to direct the Bible says a good man's steps are ordered by the Lord. We have been called to give God gives us direction. Then we give the family direction. Come on, y'all! You can't get direction if you're not hooked up, in line with the one who is communicating where we are supposed to be going. You, you got to ask, a brother, well, who who, you, who are you getting your directions from? Half of your brother don't even know how to use a GPS, but let alone how to use the scripture. If God has given you direction, that's what we've been called as fathers. The assignment is to direct your family. Not only that, to discipline. Oh, God. Doesn't the Bible say that, the Lord chasten whom he loves? Y'all are not going to say nothing. But Now we're about to have some church. We got to have some church because y'all fall asleep. Y'all act like we didn't have no church. So let me go ahead and preach it. We've been called. Yeah, there you go. The discipline. Now I know children don't like discipline. But that's the problem. The, the, uh, the fathers are not disciplining their children. That's why the children are running the streets like they crazy. Because there's no discipline. You got to know how to chase. In your child, and you can't just whip out a belt. You got to be connected to discipline. You, you, you can't just step in and start acting like you going to discipline if you ain't never been there. You got to be connected to the discipline because it's not all about a belt. It's about, I'm not going to say nothing. It's about knowing, okay, you want to act a fool? Give me that phone. You want to act a fool? I tell you what, I go right up in the room, snatch the Xbox, snatch the PlayStation, snatch the clothes. Oh, oh! You want to act the fool? Fools walk around and pay less sneakers, not in Jordans. Give me them Jordans. Oh, what? Ain't no need for you to have three hundred dollars jeans when you gonna be broke in the future. Since you want to act the fool, here go some broke people jeans. Throw these Wranglers on. <laughs> What? But you got your kids walking around looking like Macy's. But they ain't got no respect. Well, man, are you going to drive? I know, I know my brother Steve will drive, Steve, Steve, pray for Steve, Steve called me, listen, Steve, Steve gonna get his direction from God, Steve was about to go snatch their whole Christmas tree out, and go burn it on the lawn, he like, no, y'all, I need to call past, I said, no, chill, don't, don't take their tree, listen, Steve ain't playing. discipline see like I'm good she ain't got cook I go I eat that I eat McDonald's for a while we're gonna be fighting but I'm burn this tree (laughs) can I get an amen? that's right but not only discipline you got a disciple man train up a child train up a child listen I'm not responsible for what you do after the training I just gotta train you. Right? It's like going to the gym if if you get a trainer and they train you and after you do the training, you only get in the class of training. Then you're supposed to go put in action the training. If they train if you spend all that money and they train you and give you a diet and you decide to go to Popeye's, that ain't the trainer's fault. That's your fault. So you have to train them up. And the way they should go. Our generation ain't getting no proper training. I see it all day long. No proper training. <laughs> Somebody say it with me, proper training. Right? If you want to see some kids with no proper training, go to Walmart. I don't know why all the no proper training be at Walmart acting a fool and don't say nothing because then mama and dad will act a fool because they ain't got no proper training boy i sound like an old person right they make you want to beat them like you don't want to beat them just give me sign off this waiver i will rag them right all through this walmart And as I close this wonderful, profound Father's Day message, <laughs> it's the truth that'll set you free. I ain't here to preach you happy. You can forget that. God didn't preach me happy. Preaching you happy don't change you. Change. The last point as I close this profound, wonderful message is, men, we've been called to drive. Now drive is the same translation, this is about as deep as this message gets, the same translation that is used in the message that I preached last week, when it says to cast, because driving out, driving means to cast, and when you see driving in the Bible, you see the translation cast so when jesus came what was he always doing he was casting out demons if you look at other translations it says when he came in he drove out the demons he drove out the, the 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 sickness he drove out everything and see the problem is we have been waiting for women to go ahead and put oil on these demons i thank god for women i thank god for travailing women but men are supposed to be on the front line. But we, oh Jesus, help me, help me, help me, help me. Let's listen. Let me read this. Letter. I'm gonna close this. I'm gonna close this. Numbers, speak. Numbers 33, right? He says this. Speak to the sons of Israel and say to them, When you cross over this Jordan, Jordan into your promised land, then you will drive out all the inhabitants of the land. Ooh from before you destroy all their figures and destroy their images and demolish their high places. God said what has happened as we have took his image and because men have been hiding there have been new images erected. They have put them in high places so that it takes effort to bring them down, you can you can it takes work to bring down things that have been set up in high places when he talks about high places he 's talking about governments that 's why the bible says we when we war, we war against we don 't war against flesh and blood but against spiritual wickedness in high places. And the reason they have been set up in high places is because we let them drive and we've been in the back seat while they've been setting up images in high places. But as fathers, this Father's Day, I'm challenging men to step up to the plate, take the wheel, and drive out what's been driving us. God said it's time for us to drive it out. drive out the demons. Stop allowing the women to get in the front line and be the ones because see men because we've been sleeping with the demon we are afraid to drive it out. Ain't that right? And now the devil got so big, we don't know how to deal with it. Got so big, you can. if you don't deal with it while it's a baby, when that demon get big, do me a favor, do me a favor. Oh, small as she is precious. Ava, stand up for me. Stand up for me. You have a bit of about what, twenty-seven inches. <laughs> Every bit of about two, two feet. Stand up for me, Trevor. If you don't deal with them at that, when they get like that. going to be hard for you to drive up, And that's what we're looking at. You can sit down. Because we closed our eyes and didn't deal with stuff when we should have dealt with it. Now we're looking at that. And we're saying, how did we get here? I heard your voice. I was afraid. And I head. Fathers. This Father's Day. Stop hiding. Sisters. Children. If you have men in your life. That are not hiding. You need to give God praise. You, because it's not. A lot of men. Who are not hiding hiding from their responsibilities, hiding from making good on when when, everything ain't perfect, made mistakes, but you came out of hiding. You need to give God praise. Maybe your father wasn't in your life. He was hiding. You need to give God praise. Because it's only God that can bring a man out of hiding. Adam tried to cover himself and thank God for Jesus who came, who God said, listen, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to cover you. And I'm going to show you how to get back what you lost. It's only through Jesus Christ that we as men are able to get back what we lost. We can't do it without him. So I thank God for teaching me. I didn't know what to give. But God showed me what to give my children. This is the blueprint. Stop saying, I, I, well, that's what my father did. This is what I'm going to do. Stop. Listen, you got to be willing to break a curse. Ain't that right? Maybe you didn't get from your mother what you thought you needed to get from your mother. Don't mother like your mother mother did. Thank God for your mother. But every generation should strive to be better. And the problem now is nobody will get under nobody's feet because you know it all. So you won't learn nothing from nobody. Because we've been conditioned to think that everybody wants something from us. And as men, we can't tell other men that we're weak in an area because we don't want our wives or our children to think we don't got it going on and that we got to learn. We can't learn from nobody. Okay, I'm going to stop. I want to go home and eat now. So God, we thank you this Father's Day for helping us to come out of hiding. Somebody say courage. Courage. He said be strong and courageous for I'm with you. He'll be with us, man. When we're listening to his direction, getting in the place and listening to his commands, he'll be with us you will show us the road to take. Your family will be blessed. Your house will be blessed. And you'll have an easier road because you're not going to win that fight with God when he's telling you to drive. Amen. Father, we thank you right now for this day. We thank you for this Father's Day. We pray for all the fathers and All the children. And if you have your father and he's still living, honor him. Life is short. Life is short. And So, Father, we thank you for our fathers. We pray, Father God, that as um, the love is poured out on us, we thank you for our children. We thank you for the adopted children. We thank you for the spiritual children and that you've given us to watch over to care for their souls. We take it as a great responsibility. We know that without you, we can do no thing as we go from out of this place. We ask that you be with us, watch over us, protect us. In Jesus name, amen, grace and peace. Enjoy your day. Amen. Until we come here to meet again, to give God praise and glory.